it's time to spark a revolution this time is for christ with no pollution yeah we see the world got no solutions trying to dim our lights but we translucent plus we be fluent with the rhyme flow give it go mcs and djs here we go producers on the beats that's about to blow it's the christ revolution music radio show how do you know what's going on with the artists their likes dislikes journey future plans it happens right here on artist to artist on the christ revolution music show yo welcome to the christ revolution music radio show this is your man baradox and we got a pioneer in the house i know he's gonna get at me for that term but hey it is what it is got my man precise bob young in the building yo precise what's going on man Yo, what's going on, man? I'm glad to be here, man. It's your, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Precise, Bob Young of Query Red and Precise, man. Just um, just uh, happy to be in the building, man. Happy to be a part of what, what God is doing in this final hour. Amen. So Precise uh, reached out, man. He's working on some new, incredible music. I got a chance to hear some exclusives. So all of that is not revealed on this set today. But in the meantime, we're going to discuss some of it. So First of all, you know, we like to shout out Precise for being in there for so many years to rock the gospel. Like a lot of us who started back in 99, 2000, in those earlier stages, not the beginning of Christian hip hop, but during our segment, um, it was the opportunity to minister the gospel. And I remember seeing this brother with his whole crew at the... uh Salem Coffee House Rap Fest. I don't know if it was 99 or 2000. I can't really recall because some of those years merged together. But uh-huh. it was the Mark of the East was up there. And you guys was going through Milk It was your song. Um, we had It's My uh, yeah, Turn yeah. with Corey Red. So it was just a dope time. How how was that time period? I don't even know if that was your first CHH stuff, but that's what I had a chance to meet you. Uh, yeah, um, well, that yeah, that was a real interesting uh time right there. Like with, with the market of the East, is like um, it, there was there was a a real uh at that time we're talking about uh ninety eight, ninety seven, somewhere around there. Wow, there was just like a heavy move of God in New York City, especially um, you know where I was at um. And in the five boroughs, it was just a, just young guys were getting God was just reaching these young guys off the street, and I was one of them. Yeah, you know, and I, and, I, and, the, and then like so, a lot of us were like fresh off the block, doing X Y Z, getting involved in X Y Z, and um, but there was a there was a heavy movement, and I and uh, I myself and my brother, uh, at the, uh, my brother Steve, mm-hmm. uh, known as the Soldier, he was on the market east too, and mm-hmm. we started to meet brothers from Brooklyn and Queens and Manhattan that wow. were all like uh, getting uh get uh, dedicating their lives in their art form to Christ mm. and, uh, and uh, we had a, a brother in Queens a, D, uh, a, pro- a producer by the name of Severe yeah. and then he, uh, he tried to um you know I guess pull all, all of us together and introduce us one to another mm. and that well uh, and the music became that what that was the beginnings of what y'all know as the market of east project where yeah. you act that with around that time as well when i was first getting to meet uh brother corby and me and him god started having uh, forging the friendship between me and him and yeah. the ministry bonds and, and um and then that took off where it was going that's dope that's dope it was definitely a classic time i still got my cd myself Sometimes when I spend something off or people be like, yo, where can I buy that? And I'm like, yo, I, 
you know, you can go Google it maybe. I'm sure you can find some copies, but it's yeah, out yeah. there. Some of, the, some of the owners of that material weren't as yeah, diligent, diligent to keep it, uh, to get it on the streaming platforms and all that. Yeah. People, people still ask me about the Mark of the East. The resistance is futile uh, to this day. Yeah, that's something else, man. So that's when you and Corey had a chance to to link up, and it's amazing how time just kept moving forward. Like you touched on, resistance is futile. Um, I also remember hearing you guys on a Rock Soul compilation. I think the John was called the Lee Matrix. <laughs> yeah, Lee Jerkins. Wasn't the song called The Matrix? Yeah, it was called Wild Style on his Wild project. Style. And we called it um we um but we um we negotiated so we'd both have the rights to put it out. Cool. And uh on, on our project, it was called The Matrix. Yeah, definitely, man. That's some good classic, classic material. But as we keep moving forward and transitioning, we'll we'll see how it lands you to where you are creating now and what you're creating. Cause in this, the grand scheme of things, once you do so many writing, so many songs, you done touched on so many different subjects through the years. But as the Holy spirit gives you more impression on what to say in 2023, you're, yes. you're handling it a little bit differently because of yes. the maturity and the growth, you know, and that's, yes. that's just understood. So precise, what, what borough are you from, from New York? Because a lot of times people like to go back and try to figure out, yo, where did their sound come from? Who who was their influences and stuff like that? I don't never really remember catching you in an interview going through those those different things. Um, well, I was born in Brooklyn. And okay. then um and and then I moved to Staten Island. I would migrate uh back and forth, but I'm a Staten I'm a I'm a Staten Island head. I'm from the same exact projects where the Wu Tang clan is from. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So we're we're from the same. I I remember being a youngin and seeing them just rhyming freestyling outside. Yeah. So um so I'm from the same that same uh that same borough that same projects. I think as far as when it comes to sound, I think mm-hmm. I think me and Red uh got a similar story when it comes to that. Like me, I'm 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 a a, a product of of hip hop's golden era. Okay. So um so like like so the 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 KRS ones, the Big Daddy Kanes, the Coogee Raps, the Slick Ricks, yeah. uh the these these uh these guys uh were were really like like I I mean I was in you gotta rem- I, like I'm, I'm telling my age right here a little quick. Hey, when bro. I when I was a shorty, rap didn't come on the radio every day. I feel that <laughs> rap rap only came on twice a week on the weekend, Friday and Saturday, and only for a certain amount of time. Was it super late yeah. in the beginning? Um, yeah, it was. It was late because it was it was a brand new genre of music. Yep. Uh. And um and they, the radios were scared. The radio stations were scared to mess with it. So mm-hmm. you had to really let's put it to you like this. You could like let, let, so you get the idea. Like I had a friend of mine, and he rapped. He was really good, you okay. know. And um, he was known for rapping in high school. Now another guy battled him, right? Yeah. But he had because if you didn't catch what came on the radio that week. That's the truth. Then you were like a, a then as someone who did was ahead of the ball game on everybody else. That's right. So, so uh, my other friend listened to a Big Daddy Kane song. Oh my lord! Memorized it, 
and it came and battled my man in school with that song and nobody knew what it was who it, what it was and we all yeah. thought this guy was the most amazing Ellis. rapper we ever heard <laughs> we was like yo he why is he even in school this guy is amazing he should be signed <laughs> right exactly so you know so um so i'm i'm from that time and, and like i said so um these guys like kane Kooji rap slick rick krs1 mm-hmm. uh a public enemy these these were the guys that the rap was already out but it's yeah. just like it just the skill level took it, it just cat it just it just flew to another um another yeah. level if you ask me you know yes indeed yes indeed so with those early elements of the golden era sound, when it allowed you to pick up a pen and start writing, what what level of, especially for you to have an edge because you were in New York, like for me, for Philly, we was looking up to New York. So there's sometimes when we may have our crew was the Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince was the only ones making super, super noise in the beginning. And um, but seeing New York has so many different sounds and record companies was just putting New York on New York out. And so like BDP was so big and Rakim, especially Eric B and Rakim with their oh, style. Yeah. Rakim, it was just Rakim like, was like my, my all time, you know, favorite MC, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's It was always Rakim or Kane. It's like go back and forth depending on what's going on um, uh-huh. for, for for the ability as well as LL. Um, for the ability to be versatile, we would always give it to Kane, but Rakim's just rhyme scheme pattern and think process was just like. I don't think I'll ever hear a rhyme scheme more complex than Rakim's Follow the Leader. Like, oh, I offered yeah, my son one time $100 if he could recite that verse. Wow. That, that's, hey. For so for those who don't know, man, just go back and check the archives because it's, it's a lot of stuff that's out there. So how was it when you started writing? Were you feeling like you were called to be MC or was it just a vibe because of where you are? The time period is what everyone else is trying out. Yeah, I think I think I'm I think I immediately gravitated to it toward the art form. And mm-hmm. and I so I like I, I think I I didn't know that I would be doing, you know, what I'm doing. Right. But I, I just I just immediately wanted, uh, you know, gravitated to it. I immediately uh, broke out the pen and paper and and and, uh, and tried to express because it was a form of expression yeah. where you could act like where especially we didn't have uh, too many uh, like like um especially coming from just impoverished yeah. uh new york city we didn't have too many outlets yeah uh for expression i used to be in a band uh, i used to play the trumpet in school okay. i remember when the funding was cut in new york city where the poor schools couldn't have a band anymore yeah. so i i remember we used to go to the after school centers and, and and play and i remember when the funding was cut for that so in new york city you had all these kids with nowhere to go mm-hmm. and nothing to do and express itself and you know that's a recipe for bad things to happen that's true but um I think the the pen was a lot of time my outlet, yeah. And I could I could I could I could I could vent I could express I could ask society questions all through my pen. Yeah, yeah. So for those experiences, most of the people back then that got started wanted to be signed by a record label. You thought that was the end all be all. Get on to tour the world, have fun, as if that was you know the only thing going on, but. How was it for you when you started getting to that level? 
of artistry and not sure even how many people you started running into because in New York, everyone knows someone. I know they want to take you to, I got to take you to my man. He's going to get you signed and all those different. Yeah, well, um, well, my thing was I, I was a part of a crew called Bomb Central. Okay. Right? So, and, and, um, and we actually had a completed uh, album on the table and we had people that were, um, we were, we were, um, taking meetings. My, we had a manager, mm-hmm. we had, uh, people taking meetings to, uh, to, you know, uh, to court us to, uh, to see, um, what would happen, you know, like, yeah. you know, so we were in that we were, we were being shopped for a record deal. We were, we were like, so we is, it's like, it was going down, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, what happened was I got saved mm. in the process. <laughs> Um, I got saved in the process, so that kind of like, like I'm like, yo, man, listen, I'm I'm telling my guys, listen, this is, I'm not doing this. This is demonic, man. We talking about killing. We talking about this. You said not. <laughs> so I said, no, nah, I can't do it, you know. And I and I, because I really believe that God didn't want uh, me to have any part of it. So I yeah. prayed, and I was like, Lord, if you don't want me to have any part of this, then um then uh show me yeah. and after i pray that is like one of my one of my friends one of the other artists got got into beef with the manager and this one got into beef with this one when it was all said and done nobody was dealing with anyone except for me they were all still cool with me but everything yeah. went, went down the drains wow it's so amazing when that, you look back yeah yeah i just took it that okay lord i guess you don't want me to do this let me just get my word and and, and uh and and see where, where my life is going that's right. It's, it's his hedge of protection. It comes in right at the right time, like because you said you're on the brink of offering and so on to try to complete that to to go through. And the Lord just right. reroute, just reroute. So what then you said in the beginning part about Severe and how he was bringing people together to do a project and he approached you. How was that? thought process about writing for God? How did you feel that transition? Because most people um, have the little line and it's a gap of time because I need to grow spiritually. I need to know who is Jesus and how do I live this life? So everyone doesn't just automatically transition to write for God. Yeah, uh, I, I really didn't. I, I didn't. I just, or, or like, like um, I just went straight to Listen, I pray now. I read now. I'm trying to reach my dues. I, like, like God put me out of uh, out of a life of crime. Yeah, so man. I was trying. I was trying to reach the dudes that was that I was my, my guys that I was yeah. in the street committing crime with. So, um, so I, you know, and and which their response was funny because they was like, "Dude, you was just out here a week ago <laughs> doing this. Like, what are you talking about?" So Paul I'm like, said, that's not me. That's not I'm me. I'm like, I'm it. It's the devil, man. He's really trying to destroy us, blah, blah, you know? Yeah. So, um, um, so I, you know, I was really bent on that. Um, I would start feeling the, the buzz to write again. Mm-hmm. But every time it came, I would shoot it down. Like, no, the devil's yeah. a liar. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to get me back. In the that devil's music, right? <laughs> the devil's right, music. Right, right. It was the devil's music, you know? So um I think I think one day uh, one day I was coming home and I just couldn't I just this desire yeah. to write would not leave. Wow. So this is before I, then I remember at this point I didn't know there was any such thing as gospel hip hop or it. nobody doing nothing like this. So I thought so, I was crazy. I'm like who in the world raps for God? You know what I mean? Everyone felt that way. As you talk to I know you talk to so many Christian MCs. We said we the first. We swore yeah. we were the first because like, where's this coming from? 
so so I know I know I, I because I couldn't fight the urge anymore. I was like, you know what? I was like, I just prayed. I said, Lord, I keep feeling this desire to write, and I think it's you. I think right. it's you leading me to do this. I said, but I just don't want to be wrong. Yeah. I said, so if it's you, can you give me something that's undeniably you? Yeah. And I said, and I prayed that prayer in the name of Jesus, but then I kind of looked up <laughs> and I kind of like, I kind of made an addendum to my prayer. And I was like, um, well, Lord, could you also not make me wet? <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Because <laughs> I don't want to be like, Weep on the mic, yeah. and that's that's what's kind of set me on the path of writing. I, New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Hey, yo, check this out. This is your boy Precise, Bob Young of Corey Red and Precise, and you listening to the Christ Revolution Music Show with your boy Beradox right here on Holy Culture Radio. Even Precise, Precise was a name that. Um, I was trying to leave that name alone because that was a name people knew we, me by in the street. Gotcha. So I went. So when I would be invited to the churches on Staten Island yeah. at first, because we went from Staten Island to to the rest of the boroughs to out the country, you know. But but at first, I was telling people, "No, I'm Brother Rob. I'm yeah. Brother Rob." And and, <laughs> and and before they introduced me, but because the churches, especially the church in the area where I was, um, me and my friends were, you know, were selling drugs and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they knew who I was. Yeah. So when they introduced me, I'm like, you know, I'm brother Rob. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Hey guys, remember precise up the block that was selling crack. He's in here now to rap for Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm brother Rob, brother Rob. So that's so, how you got the continuation of the that's name. That's how that continued on. And then every other state, they have precise, precise, precise. So that's how that continued on. And I just, after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fight that. I'm just going to yeah. let it go. Absolutely. And, let it be. and then and doing that is when I began to meet some of the other uh, brothers and sisters. It was because a lot of brothers and sisters that were doing that in New York at the time yeah. was like a real revival time. And I kept even even me and Red, I would hear of Corey. Right. But me and him was mm -hmm. so like gung ho about because he would hear about me. I would hear about him. <laughs> and they'd be like, because people would come to me like, yeah, this is brother in the Bronx. And I think you and him should get together. I'm like, oh, well, that's fine. But God got me on my mission. That's fine, though. And he would hear about right. me like, oh, yeah, besides Staten Island, that's good. That's good. But uh, I got to be doing what God got me to do. And um, Absolutely. so then, then mutually, we end up uh, meeting to a pastor who was uh, doing an outreach in Brooklyn. He invited uh, Red, he invited me, and that's how we met. And mm. we started meeting some of the other brothers around the city and eventually met Sevilla. And um, and uh, we were like, actually, his A&Rs bringing other uh, wow. guys from around the city to him. That's dope. That's, uh, That's dope. I don't know if you remember ADF. That's how we met um, ADF. ADF absolutely. All, all yeah. Big shout out to to uh, ADF, uh, Dre, Jazz, Seth. Love y'all to this day, man. Uh, you know, definitely phenomenal brothers on the microphone too for the Lord. You know, absolutely. So the song "Milk It." How how did that come about? Were you like in Peter and just talking about the milk of the word? And there you go, right. Yes. It's right there. there. You just hit it right on the head, bro. Right there. Because at first I was trying to be so deep to everybody. Yeah. And, and, and the Lord was hitting me like, they don't know what you're talking about. You're yeah. trying to expound on topics that are beyond them. And yeah. that's when, of course, I came across that scripture for the first mm -hmm. time. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to take this principle and kind of try to meet people where they're at with the word. That's so dope. That's dope. That's a dope song. Definitely. Um. 
I think with a lot of the challenges too, in the beginning as an MC, were you comfortable with your voice, the tone? Because again, when we crank on the radio, Rakim's voice is distinct, Kane's is distinct, KRS with the big voice, you know what I mean? And a lot of us are transitioning from just hearing us rap in a room, lunchroom, classroom, church. How, how did you feel about your your voice? Did you like your voice um, or? Yeah, I was. A, I, I think I was a little more comfortable because, like I said, I was. I had been recording for years prior. Yeah. To, so you so, already so, came to grips with the the style. Yeah, I came to grips with this is me and this how how I sound. I think. Um, I think the thing that came with time was being able to um, loosen up and try new things. Yeah. Try new flows and try try new rhyme schemes and and hey, like I could I could I don't have to sound this way every time. I can I can be I can I can be deeper. I can I can be animated. So that yeah. that came with time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna take you now from New York, coming outside of New York, going to minister other places. How was it in the beginning stages of your travels? Cause you're bringing your sound down, your elements from your from how you were incubated and now is, is in another state and they're hearing it and you're hearing also what they're doing in another state. Cause this is pre-internet. So we didn't really yeah. know how everyone sounded until you go to an event and you hear it's people rock. We all found out each other before yeah. the big internet buzz, right? Yeah. That's because you used to go places and you used to hear people and you had to do something live. That's the only way, unless someone passed you a cassette tape to give you a uh -huh. chance to know. So yeah, I think that's that? how I first met the cross movement. Mm -hmm. um, I think when, you know, when I first met the cross movement, that was in, um, I think that was in Long Island. They were doing a show with, uh, uh, do you remember Christ the Fire Ryan? Mm, I can't say I don't remember that yeah, name. They were like, they were like this Christian um, uh, Caribbean group. Oh, Christ the Fari, I think. I, I used to read it that way, Christ the Fari. But yeah, you're probably pronouncing so it the right way. Yeah, so um, so I I remember I, I was at an event. Somebody from the church they were they were like, "Yo, you need to come to this event. It's gonna be." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm you know I'm just trying to, yeah. be, you know, get a little bit of everything." And um, and this is before they had uh, this is before they had the uh trimmed down to the the founding members of the Cross Movement that we know. Gotcha. Uh, this is this is more like when there was. When I first met them, there was like about 30 20 of them, bro. Oh, you said 30, yeah. So there that's was like the extra 20. members. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, and they like so I, they were like crazy ill to me because they all had the the white and black fatigue whole army get up on. So they hit the stage like 30 deep. I'm like, <laughs> who are okay. these guys? <laughs> okay, like they, oh, so this is what you're doing, Lord. Then God, so God, I think that's at that time, God was just showing me, like, oh, there's a movement going on, yeah. and it's it's not New York. It's not Philly. It's a yeah. movement of God in the earth. Yeah. So, uh, and, and so there was a, so I, I was really excited at that. I lived to meet uh, people from other places and, yeah. and, and hear their stories. That was, that was, uh, you know, that was a really uh, phenomenal thing for me to see. So uh, that, and, 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 and me being invited to different events is yeah. how I got to start. That's how I met the gospel gangsters out there. Mm -hmm. And they crew, that's how I met Mark J and they crew out, uh, you know, down yeah. South and in the, the movement and many other, uh, brothers and sisters in between in the breadbasket of America. Yeah. So how was it when you, you said you, you brought your sound there to these different States? How, how did you feel that it was received? Because you're just doing what you are accustomed to. 
But for them, right. they're like, you're Corey Red and Precise. And you're like, wait a minute, guys, you know, I'm well, presenting. Hey, man, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you a fun, a fun little tidbit about me. Um, a lot of people don't know I have severe stage fright. Wow. Right? Oh, um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm good. Like you put me in you the get, streets, you get in the elements. Once you warm up, you warmed up. Like, like just if I'm in the, if I'm just in the streets or whatever, I'm good. Yeah. But I just don't like when everybody's attention is kind of like my gotcha. way. Yeah. So the first rap fest I was at, it might've been the one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was coming at me, but I, I, like I was so um, uncomfortable that I had to run to the bathroom and vomit. You know, wow, that's, wow. that's how severely, um, uh, uh, so what a yeah. severe uh, amount of stage fright I had. So yeah. it was so funny cause I'm, I'm sitting in the bathroom vomiting and, and, but somebody like the person, some person didn't know, uh, what was going on with me. And they, I guess, quote unquote, exercising their spiritual gift to come to me like, Hey, um, I just want you to know, God wants you to know. It's not about you being on the microphone and in front of people. And I'm looking like, dude, I just vomited, bro. <laughs> yeah, read the room. <laughs> yeah, read yeah. Room. So, but um, but yeah, so um, yeah, like, but um, I think I was, but I always was appreciative to God mm-hmm. that He would give me something that somebody says uh benefited them in some kind of way. Yeah. Like like the like the first time um um, I've heard, I've had this testimony in it and I've never take it for granted that, uh, well, someone came to me and they, they, they were listening to me rhyming from a distance it was an outdoor event mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they had their pills ready to commit suicide. Mm. And, uh, and they, they heard, they said they, but the, the, and I, and me and Corey made note that the system was so good outside that you could hear crystal clear for blocks. Yeah. You know I mean, thank God for blessed anointed sound system and sound man. Amen. But, um, but and um and that person so when that person told me that it was like listen man um I'm glad for the people that feel me and for the people that don't feel me that's okay but if this can happen yeah and and, and someone can not go, yeah, go into through death that's right and and enter into life and if I and if God could use me to be any part to play in that then that's it this Amen. is what I'm doing I don't know how I'm gonna survive making money like this yeah, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> but this is what I'm doing Amen Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential if you feel led to contribute to this mission visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Hey, yo, check this out. This is your boy Precise, Bob Young of Corey Red and Precise, and you listening to the Christ Revolution Music Show with your boy Beradox right here on Holy Culture Radio. So how was it in the essence of, because you guys were hitting a lane, even though you wasn't quote-unquote mainstream in the essence of CHH, you were mainstream. Because of yeah, the fact that, yeah, it's it like me and Corey were famously unfamous, you know, <laughs> so we would you. be in circles like we would be in the, like a lot of people didn't know, like a lot of times me and Red wouldn't tell people where we were, yeah. and where we were performing because God would send us into some stuff where we've almost been beat down, we, wow. you know, like, like, like it's, it, we, we were, and I didn't want to bring any other believer yeah, into, into that. that. 
into that thing. So we people knew that like the 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 the, the things we were doing in the church, we had no problem promoting that. But there was a lot of events that we would do that mm-hmm. they would call us and they would put us into these arenas with uh, these uh, artists that were, you know, talking about a whole different ball game and mm-hmm. they would throw me and red in the midst of that. So, um, yeah. but so like, I'm, but, but we've shared the stage with your, your twisters, your ghost face killers, your in vogues, mm-hmm. your Carl Thomas, you know, mm-hmm. we've, you know, and, um, and like I said, we, and, um, and I thank God from, for the most part, it's yeah. always been well received, you know, uh, yeah. we had a few times that we had to get out of Dodge, but, you yeah. know, but, uh, but in all, we thank God for the whole experience. That's definitely dope. It's, it's definitely needed to be heard because so many times I think maybe because of just the sacredness we had for CHH, you didn't think it can go outside of the bubble and right. touch regular people and know that we can touch regular people so that it can further the gospel. It was yeah. almost like... Well, if that's not a church event. Then what you going? To, and you're like, wait a yeah, second. Yo, that, like, yeah, that when that's when Corey Red and Precise experienced a high level of scrutiny mm-hmm. because I would like I I was like hold up, but but like because I, I was I, like I was given a mandate. I was yeah. given a mandate when I first started. God told me go back and I want you to go back and speak to your friends about me and let them know without me is only damnation you know yeah so so i was like hold up i can't just do this because i have to go with like like i've always been the type where if we're all saved in this room yeah then send me somewhere where someone needs to know christ that's right send me send me somewhere where people is gonna gonna hear send me somewhere where you you, that if, if everyone's afraid to go here let me go yeah. Not that I'm a tough guy, not that I'm this, but because, you know, I've had to, I had to dip and get out of certain places yeah. certain times, but just because, you. just because uh, if, if, cause, cause I, I see that with Christ, Christ put it all on the line for us. Like he That's didn't right. go everywhere. It was safe. You know, like the, when, like, like, like he, he, he was a Jew, but sometimes he'd speak around the Samaritans. They didn't have, there was no good relationship mm-hmm. between them, no. you know, but he would still, <laughs> he would still get out and, um, and speak even where it was uncomfortable. So, so I've always been the type that like, Lord, wherever you want me, wherever it's a church, wherever I said, that's why, like I said, I, I, I'll, I'll preach in in the church, and I mean, I've preached in the prison systems. Yeah. I've preached in in church and community events. I've I've, I've yeah. done symposiums with colleges, and yeah. or, or I've been known to just walk up into your street cipher where guys are around me. Yo, I got something to kick and kick it right in there. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. So, when did you learn that Christian hip hop existed before you? How? When did those? Uh, levels of revelation started happening to know I about. I, if I'm being fair, I did hear one guy. Yeah. When I was a teenager, but, and I'm not gonna um, I'm not sure if I I got the correct MC, but I'm not gonna say the MC's name because okay, I I, I want to give respect to all of those that came before me. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I you know and I don't want to what I'm about to say to be taken as a jab. You know what I'm saying? Because you know I respect every man and every woman who has picked up a microphone and and been courageous enough to spit the gospel of yeah. Christ through it. So you know, but I'm, what I'm what I will say is like when I was like maybe. Uh, 16 i think or 17 mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. my mom had brought a uh a cassette home from church okay and she was like and i wasn't saved then and she was like hey rob i got you something somebody rapping for jesus 
I know your so mom was, was like, like, "What?" I didn't. I didn't show my level of excitement. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I was excited. Yeah. But like, yo, somebody, because I'm thinking in my mind, like, you remember I told you I was into the, this is the golden era. So I'm thinking about Cool yeah. G, Queen, K, you know, KRS, Slick yeah. Rick, Rock Kim. Yeah. So I'm like, you telling me somebody is right. speaking like right. that, but for Jesus? <laughs> so I didn't, I, I didn't want her to see my level of excitement. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But when everybody went out the house, I grabbed, I grabbed that thing. I broke it out the little cellophane wrap. And this right. cassette, I don't even know if some of the people listening to know what a cassette is. Cassette was um, it, man. Yeah, but I grabbed the cassette. I popped it in. I pushed play. And I immediately was let down, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. by the topic matter, but by... The skill level was what I considered to be ancient. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, and I just, I didn't even get mad at the person. I was just like, mm-hmm. it just made me feel that to rep the way we be repping yeah. was impossible. Wow. So I just kind of put the CD down like, okay, I guess, I guess, you, ain't, you know, you can't really do that for God and be nice with it. Mm-hmm. So, so that, but that was like my first introduction, but it wasn't a good introduction. I yeah. think when I first started rapping and then there's, on the market of the East, there's another guy called the, uh, the soldier. That's my mm-hmm. brother, Steve. So when he came back to New York and he was rapping, I was like, so I knew him. He, I was like, oh, wow, he's killing it too. He's like, he's nice. then, then, then in New York, I, we met like these, some of the, the, the uh, female in, in uh, Queens by the name of Desiree Renee. She had mm-hmm. a big shout out to her. She was like, she's like an unsung um, hero in New York City That's that dope. I think more people should know about because she... Yeah. She was like our. She was like our Lauren Hill. Wow. She could sing. She could rap. She preached, and 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 she hold her own on the mic with the <laughs> best of them. That's right. That's so a gift, big man. shout out to you, Des. Um, love you, and thank you for everything you did. Amen. And um, so so that but yeah, but that became my intro around the city. And then, like I said, then when I got invited to that event, I seen like the cross movement. It was still like thirty of them. I yeah. was like, okay, there's a this is a bona fide movement. Yeah, something's happening, and I just want to play my part in it. That's right. That's right. How did it feel once you guys started traveling all over the nation and you've seen how many? Because you've been places I haven't been, so. You started going to events and you're like, well, who is this artist? Well, who is this artist? Like, it just kept multiplying. And you're like, yo, this thing is huge. I I, I, I think that part was really, really uh, uh, dope. I, I mean, I really thank God for all those experiences of, yeah. of being on tour and being able to take other guys on tour with us. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and showcase uh, what, what God is doing through their lives to people. That was this. I I just, I can't um begin to explain the the the, mm-hmm. the, the memories and it and that I always treasure about that. Um, the only thing, the only thing, kind of was like the negative in that was like um mm-hmm. the way at that time gospel rap was received. Um, gotcha. It was it was still being um treated like the uh the unloved stepchild. Yeah. Of, yeah. of ministry um we there'd be, be these people they would have us at events but they would be they would have us at events and like they'd put the rappers on the stage when pretty much the people are leaving the place and it's emptying out and <laughs> by the way this precise wait, wait a minute before y'all leave we, these guys here to <laughs> yeah <laughs> like wait so, a minute 
So yeah, and I, and I, and I think um and they, and and they, and if you're really and and but the promoter would say oh, we're trying to network and we're trying to integrate. Well, if you're really trying to integrate, then yeah. you wouldn't do it that way. You would sprinkle it throughout and and force us to listen to each other and yeah. hear where each other coming from. So um that was hard. And I, I, I'm and and just being an indie uh, label owner, I yeah. always I'm always going to indicate um um I'm always going to advocate That's for right. um the gospel hip hop or these young men and these young women who yeah, are man. putting it on the line. Um, like, you know, like, and, and they, they, they're sewing into your kids. Yeah, they so and so. I think they are entitled to, uh, you know, a certain amount of, uh, honor and respect, you know? That's right. That's, that's good stuff. Holy culture, Holy culture radio, healing, hope, and how to lose. Hey, yo, check this out. This is your boy Precise, Bob Young of Corey Red and Precise. And you listening to the Christ Revolution Music Show with your boy Beradox right here on Holy Culture Radio. So in totality, how many projects have you released? What What is all of them all? Because we know we heard you on Milk It in the beginning. <laughs> so let's try to... to, I'll try to give you a real quick chronological order. Yeah. Um, there were the... Um, which there were the uh we called it the can i eat two projects hmm. and uh hmm. where we just rec- we just put anything people recorded of us a live show whatever yeah, something that everybody was slapping all of the freestyles yeah, or we just, yeah, performances so and after that, the first official project was uh, where you heard me, Corey, ADF, and a lot of other brothers from around yeah. New York with the Mark of the East, yeah. Mark of the East project produced yeah. by um, uh, Rio Severe. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, it was uh, um, Frankie Cutlass. Yeah, me and Red, uh, we're, we're putting together a, a project with Frankie Cutlass called Frankie Cutlass and the Guard Squad. So that yeah, was right. me, Red, and my brother, uh, Street Disciple. Mm-hmm. After the Mark of the East, um, uh, me and Red, uh, um, after after uh, our dealings with Frankie, uh, we were just kind of trying to see where God was leading. And we put out a series of mixtapes. Those okay. were called uh, the Street Prophecy Mixtapes, Volume mm. 1, 2, and 3. Wow. Uh, then we did, then came the re- the album that most people know us by was yeah. the Resistance is Futile album mm-hmm. that came out in 2004. And then after Resistance, um, I put out a solo project called His Story, My Shoes. Yeah. Uh, Corey put out a number of projects. Um, I went into into uh, hiding for a minute because there was a whole big storm in my life. So people yeah. were wondering where Precise was for a second. But um, like I said, just just uh, a lot of a lot of dark time. I had slid back. I was not trying to be found. The only person that knew where I was was Corey. Yeah. And God was using him to minister to me. Uh, you know, because um, because I like from from family issues to marital uh, uh splits, so you know all, all kind Amen. of things that happened. That's a whole Amen. other interview, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then um, and then uh, 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 God restored me, and then um, in the restoration, I just wanted to just be saved. I just I I was running a label, uh, indie Amen. label. I had a, a few acts that I was managing on there, and okay. but and I and I was restored in Christ. But God kept telling me, "It's not over. It's not over for you." And I'm like, right. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to do any of that. I'll <laughs> I'll preach now. I'll teach. I'll preach yeah. and teach because yeah. I know that's the that's the essence of the call of my life. Yeah. But I remember um, the guy that uh, one of the producers. He's a legendary producer by the name of Domingo, mm, mm. and um, and he, uh, uh, me and him have you know uh, have 
uh, developed a, fl- a friendship over the years. He always would give gospel rappers a chance on one of his projects. Okay. I remember his first project. That's when I uh, one of his albums when I first heard the Boogie Monsters back in the days. I don't even know. If you, <laughs> do you remember them? No, I don't know that uh, name. They, they, I, all I know, I was like, yo, who did the beat for these guys? The beat yeah. is fire. But come to find out that was Domingo. So okay. he always had a heart for the gospel hip hop. And he also gave me an opportunity to jump on with Kane and the rest of them on his project and me rep for God. You know, that's dope. That's dope. So when uh, he had he had was pivotal in my label uh, uh, being granted uh, um, uh, distribution. Okay. So he, he was able to help me with that. And one day we were talking. He was like, "Precise, when we gonna get something else from you?" And I'm like, "Yo, man, listen, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm just serving God right now. That's it." And he mm-hmm. was, and I, I and, and he kept pressuring me, and I felt because the Lord already had put this in my heart. Sorry. Right. And so, and because he's so busy, I said, "You know what, Domingo." We're going to get another project out of Precise when when the legendary Domingo uh-huh. agreed to produce every track on there. Yeah. And I thought, of course, he's going to deny that because he's too busy. But he turned uh-huh. to me and he was like, he's like, all right, I got it. He's like, I'll handle the, the beats. You handle the recording. I'll yeah. handle the mixing and the mastering. You handle the, your company, handle the promotion. That's and right. I was like, and when he was talking like that, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is God. God is doing this. So That's I tried right. through it in further. I was like, well, would you be interested in also producing the Corey Red and Precise Reunion album? Mm-hmm. And, and and he said, yeah. So that's so that's yeah. how um the the fourth quarter album by me came about gotcha. and the recent and the re- recent uh album with me and Red uh the prologue came about, you know. Yeah. Good, and then man. um and then um and then next is uh January 1st, mm-hmm. 2024. You guys will get uh Woe to the Silent. That's another solo uh release from me. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. So Woe to the Silent, that's the new joint that's gonna be dropping, you said in January of 2024. Yep, January 1st. January 1st, that's New Year's Day. New Year's new Day, Year's the Day. coldest day of that- the year. And then later that month or the beginning of February, we're doing a, a release party out here in the A. We'd love oh, it if you like, could be out here, bro. Right. I, I, the A is just not so close to Philly, but you got to just, you know what I mean? Make that grind. I, I know all, a lot of y'all relocating down there. Y'all putting pressure on the North. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I definitely would love to be there if I can. Um, right. So so what about the project that you want to share? Well, to the silent, what, what do you um, want to let people know about what they should be anticipating? Um, I, I guess with like like a, a lot of times on um, the projects you get, you get um, you get a lot of uh, my character on there. A lot of a lot of stories in, intertwined with how God has been moving in my life. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one is more of a, a release into um I would call it a release into ministry me. Gotcha. And 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 it's, it's so yeah, like like most time you get you'll get you're getting the message, but you're getting a lot of uh, personal from me. This one is not really personal. This one, this is this is just like a hey man, if this was the ever if this was the last project I ever did, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if this was the, if these were the last songs that yeah. anyone ever was gonna hear from me, yeah, then then as I sit before God. And then I turn to y'all, these are the things I'm compelled for you to know. Yeah. These are the things that I'm compelled for you to hear. If you've never, if you never, ever hear me on the microphone again. Mm. Mm. That's good stuff. 
That's that's real words. And for me, here in the project, I, I feel the same way. I mean, you even got one of the choruses that state that same expression. Right. You're right with me and Red. Yeah, that states the same expression. So what's what's next for Precise when the project drops? You you got, I'm sure, a whole thing's going to roll out different ways and creatively and marketing schemes and stuff, which is so different than, like you said, when we first get started. Yeah. None of those things <laughs> are in place. But now with the Lord's wisdom, his vision and just constantly growing the genre all over, like I'm sure international is going to be opportunities to do stuff. So. What are you looking forward yeah. to the Lord in the future? Um, like I said, um, uh, just uh, a few things. Like one, being able to spread, because I really feel a, a, a heavy burden for the seven songs on this album mm-hmm. to really kind of just get those wherever I can get those. That's one. Yeah. Uh, two, I feel uh, um, I really want to link up with with brothers like yourself and sisters, and like and doing um and and coming together. Like I said, with, with, like we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. when you see a movie, you see all those other companies come together to put out a movie. Yeah. Um, they can put their selves aside and mm-hmm. come together and do a great work. And I really, I uh, so aside from promoting the songs, I really want to get with with a lot of the, the body, the brothers mm-hmm. and sisters out here that let's let's we we see the times we're in. Yeah. So serious. and I and I believe um two have a greater uh, reward for their labor than the one. So Amen. I just really want to oh, I really want to hook up with uh, as many of you guys as I can. Uh, number three, um, there's a lot that I've learned when it comes to music industry, when it comes to rights and royalties yep. and and things yep. that um, artists that um, they you, you sometimes you think you got to be signed to make money during this. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways uh, to legitimately make money. There's other companies aside from BMI and ASCAP, yep. there's companies like Sound Exchange. A lot of people don't yep. know about that. Yeah. But uh, you if you if you read the Sound Exchange does what, B, what BMI and ASCAP do for radio. Mm-hmm. Sound Exchange does for internet, and That's a lot right. of you guys that got music out there, you know, you could be also, you know, um, you know, I'm not saying you're gonna get uh millions of dollars from it, I but know, right? you can get healthy <laughs> quarterly checks to help you guys in ministry right. for what you're doing, and mm-hmm. um, so like it's things like that that I that um I really have a burden for. Uh, uh just uh helping uh the upcoming, you know, uh, have it a little easier. Than, yeah. than uh me and some of us had it you know absolutely the education is real and sound exchange also pays for every spin on sirius xm so yes they do yes they do i very... benefited from a few of those checks <laughs> hey look it's glory <laughs> to god you. because you. because that's the reality of things and so many times you know artists feel they want to take their ministry to another level and you're asking god for help the thing that you just described, just knowing how to do your paperwork and collect royalties that are owed to you. It's not like yeah. you're seeking out something that isn't owed to you. It's owed to you because it got in rotation. So there should be, you know, things that can come back and you can invest in better equipment. And next thing you know, people say, wow, your quality has went to a whole nother level. All you were was obedient right. to God and just following right. through with some things. So, so important, man. So important. Well, look, like like man, I heard a pastor say one time, he said, some of y'all praying for, to God for a car, but you don't got your driver's license. There you go. Like, 
<laughs> like step so one. like they're, they're like step one get registered get your stuff registered so that right. then when it does get spinning because some of y'all complaining but there's no money in this it will well, get registered get yeah. your stuff registered online join some of these companies and then then you can you can you might see some of the fruit of your labor a little more yeah and and a lot of it goes also into artists don't just hook up with artists artists hook up with djs artists yes. learn who are at the radio stations communicate with them, build with them, follow them. Um, a lot of those build relationships. And for me as a younger artist, I wasn't too hip on the the relationships thing. I didn't know what does that do. Cause you spend uh-huh. you know, because we were part-time MCs to really be honest. You living with family, <laughs> right. raising children, working. You uh-huh. don't got all the time in the world to know what you're doing in networking, but we see it, I think, more on the social media sites, um, the ability to connect with people. We didn't have that pre-MySpace. It was like you had to go to the event. You had to meet face-to-face, and that's when you built relationships. You had to get someone's phone number. It wasn't no email. You know what I mean? So yep. we're in a different time period in a different space, and there's so many people all over. So, yeah, we we got more work to do, more education to do. And that's yeah. why God has us here and a part of it. That's why we have the generations. Cause I, sometimes I look at how many generations are really active right now. I would guess three to four depends mm. on what level people are doing, you know, our music and many people are at different stages and we can learn from all stages because stuff that they do, yo, old head, do a reel. And you're like, well, what uh-huh. is a reel? <laughs> you put yeah. a reel together and that thing gets so many plays. You're like, wait a second. I didn't know about that. Well, that was yeah. the education. You can educate right back. Yo, young bull, this is what you got to do when you pay. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like those type of things like you're saying is important and necessary because what it's doing is building a future for those who are to come after us. And it's going to be a lanes set up. So it got some type of guidance until the Lord gives more wisdom. Amen. That's what's up. Culture! Progress music. Empowering conversations. Holy Culture Radio. Hey, yo, check this out. This is your boy Precise, Bob Young of Corey Red and Precise. And you listening to the Christ Revolution Music Show with your boy Veridox right here on Holy Culture Radio. You got anything else you want to tell the people where they can follow you at online? Uh, yeah, man. Um, um, you know, so, um, like for those of y'all looking online, you if you're interested in just um, uh, being uh, up to date on what's going on with myself, uh, precise Bob Young or, or or me and my brother Corey Red, um, you can you can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Corey Red and Precise. I'm, I, I moderate that page myself a lot mm-hmm. with a couple of uh, with a couple of others, but uh, we try to keep what's going on, uh, keep you guys abreast of what's going on. But it's there, or you could follow me personally on Facebook Facebook dot com forward slash Precise Rob Young, not uh, Bob Young, but um, Precise Rob Young on Facebook. Or if you're on Instagram, uh, check me out at Instagram dot com Precise AKA Bob Young. So either either one of those, or you can look at, or you can look up Precise Bob Young on TikTok for all my TikTokers out there. <laughs> I definitely be on there. Like I said, see, I, I'm doing yeah, what you said. You're learning, man. I'm learning you're all learning. of the, the the lanes. I'm on each one of the lanes. I'm on every That's medium right. on there. That's right. 
So, um, uh, so yeah, definitely follow us, follow us on Facebook, uh, follow, follow on Instagram precise, AKA Bob Young, uh, follow me precise Bob Young on TikTok and, uh, woe to the silent will be available everywhere, uh, through symphonic distribution Mm. on January 1st, please, uh, please, uh, uh, be on the lookout for that, uh, uh, don't only listen for yourself. There's a lot of things on there that that I really believe that God wants just the world to hear. Share it with somebody. I know that you know it's it. No one has any excuse to not be able to hear music anymore. So Amen. download it, share it, stream it, share it, uh, send it. They send it in a in a in a text message, the link Sorry. to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many ways to 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 uh, let people experience the the music now um and next year uh i i do have to mention next year is the 20th anniversary of the mm. resistance is futile album wow. by wow. me and my brother Corey. so like i said my album drops just january 1st but around and next year around october we're planning a resistance is futile anniversary mm. uh concert we got a lot of people we got a lot of we got a lot of secret heads that are gonna blow your minds that want to come out and perform at that so I, I can't give away the names yet but we got singers that you guys all know rappers that you guys all know that uh that have testimony of of uh how the resistance has touched their lives so um we we looking forward details for that is coming soon you stay mm-hmm. on stay with us on social media you get those details uh real soon but uh, like i said the 20th anniversary of the resistance is futile album and we're giving we're doing a ticket giveaway away mm. if you if you leave a 30 second uh because we're going to do a, a montage of different videos so you just oh. you can leave a you can leave a 30 second clip of when you first heard the resistance and what and what you thought when you first heard it if we mm-hmm. pick that video to be in the montage we'll definitely give you free tickets tickets <laughs> for two to the to the uh advanced uh to the uh uh, 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 reun- uh re- the anniversary concert that's dope. That's dope. So y'all heard it here, man. Precise is working. Definitely, man. We thank you for your time today, man. You thank you for hanging out. And we thank you for uh, staying yeah, in there, man. Answering God's call every time is not just a blessing for you. It's a blessing for others. Because that's ultimately yeah, what we're here for. We're here for other people. And we just keep pushing, man. We keep grinding. We keep staying spiritually fit, physically fit, mentally fit. Like every fit that God gives us. We just Amen. keep grinding, man. That's what we're here for. Salute to everyone. Thank y'all for checking us out, man. And we catch y'all next time. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CRM Radio Show or Paradox 215. You can also follow us on Facebook at Christ Revolution Music. Stay tapped in.